Shalom, 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 evening people of God. I believe you are all doing well. Shalom, evening everybody. Shalom, evening, shalom, evening, shalom, evening people of God. Wow. I believe you are all doing well. Blessed be God. I thank God for the lives of all of you here. My God, my son said, please have you eaten. Also, I have eaten. Oh, I have eaten. God bless you. I'm also doing well by the special grace of God. Yeah, and I believe everybody too has, you know, you have all eaten and you are fine. That's great. That's great. You have to eat well because next week we are engaging on a fast. Okay, some people are still eating us, you know. I see. Amazing. We give God all the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless God for this wonderful evening. Wherever you are, you just want to lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice and exalt the mighty God. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We honor you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. Lift up your voice wherever you are. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise.
Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. The Lord is good, the Lord is good, the Lord is good all the time and all the time He is good. Blessed Father, we give you praise and the glory for such a time as this in your presence in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. We give you all the praise and the glory. Have your way tonight. Touch my lips with celestial coals of fire. Let me not speak of the enticing words of men, but rather the verities of the kingdom of heaven, that your people will be energized by your spirit. 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The other time Peter said, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. Therefore, Lord, I pray that you will use me as a conduit and a pipe of your spirit. Let there be a flow of the waters through me that your people will be blessed by your power in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the word through which you created the world. This is the word of your power. I pray in Jesus' name. The Bible said the other time that you sent forth your word to heal their diseases. Anybody sick under this atmosphere, as your word comes forth, let the angels of the Lord move upon the word as a parachute, even to minister healing to their bodies. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we make a prayer in the heavy list tonight that your people will be blessed by your word. If there is anybody here having filth in his or her soul and her body, the Bible says that you have heard the truth and thou has been sanctified. Let the sanctification power of your word of truth sanctify your people. In the name of Jesus, there is nothing that your word cannot do. Therefore, Lord, do unto your people that which their strength cannot do that at the end your name alone will be glorified we give you all the praise eternal father even in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 wow i'm so excited to have everybody here under the anointing of the most high god amen it's a time to come before the presence of the lord to receive a touch of the spirit of god you are not living here the same i tell you you are not living this place the same every day is another encounter with the lord and i can assure you that tonight a strange grace will come upon you in the precious name of the lord jesus nothing can stop you whatever has held you back for years trying to stop the godly things that the hand of god has prepared for you tonight by divine grace and mercy the lord will break that thing off your life in the mighty name of the lord jesus the grace of the lord will be strong upon you you will testify even of the goodness of the lord in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 all right glory to jesus can i say something this evening okay follow me carefully you understand um i'll just say something for short then um I will give the platform for questions and answers. So please, God bless you, Evangelist Elijah. God bless you. All right, so please follow me. If you are a believer and you don't understand what I'm about to say, it will, you will get a lot of confusion in your Christian life. Because, okay, I don't want to go ahead of myself. Let me, let me start from this point. Are you all listening to me? good there is one god that created the universe there is one god that created the universe there is one god that created the entire world now this god 
before he created the universe, nothing was. The only thing that was, was him. And anytime you are trying to imagine the word nothing, it comes to your mind as thick darkness. If somebody tells you, imagine nothing, the only thing you can imagine is darkness. So darkness actually is what we call nothing. That was the realm that God came from. And God planned everything about the world he was yet to create before he started creation. So there is nothing in the creation of God that is a surprise to God. Now, when God wanted to create the world, there are certain things that he did. He actually designed certain things. Everything in this universe, God had actually prepared it before he created the world already. Put that at the back of your mind. Nothing surprises God. And before God started creating the world, there is a purpose for which God decided to create the world because he could have stayed in that realm that we call nothingness, that thick dimension of darkness where there is nothing. He could have stayed there for all eons and periods which cannot be counted. At that time, there wouldn't have been anything like heaven, nothing like earth, nothing like human being. There would be nothing. And that nothing would be God. But he decided to create. If God has then decided to create, then he actually has a purpose for creation. He has a purpose for creation. There is something God has set ahead of himself for which he created the universe. Are you following? And I want you to understand this this evening. That all these things we are seeing in this world there is one thing God wants to achieve. And that thing is called Christ. Don't forget it. Christ. Write it down. Christ. Christ is what God has set before creation to achieve. Now, this Christ... He has different names. So let's say Christ is actually the agenda of God. is the purpose of God for the universe. Christ is the purpose of God for the universe. When somebody asks you, what is Christ? I'm not talking about who is Christ. I mean, what is Christ? Because Christ is not just a person. Christ is is the purpose of God. You cannot understand the matters of the earth of the universe without understanding Christ. 
that is the reason why it looks like nothing makes meaning except it is in Christ. Everything has its original meaning and purpose in Christ. So Christ is the agenda, the plan, the destiny, the purpose that God wants to achieve in the entire universe. With this understanding, you will know <laughs> that it is not only human beings that will believe in Christ. I don't want to confuse you. Because God, in his infinite wisdom, has created other spiritual dimensions and he has created beings that dwell there. All of them are on the, on the pilgrimage of fulfilling what we call Christ. But we human beings, eight men, have a dimension of Christ we are fulfilling. And those that are dwelling in the other realms also have dimensions of Christ they are fulfilling. We are all fulfilling God's eternal purpose called Christ. Now, for we to understand the matters of God, God brought down things in a way that we can understand. Because it will be very difficult to understand God with your human brain and mind because the knowledge of God is beyond the threshold of the mind. Your mind cannot fathom. The other time Isaiah told us, he said, the ways of the Lord are higher than our ways. It will be difficult for a human being to understand the ways of God. But the Bible told us that the children of Israel knew the act of God, but Moses knew the ways of God. So God made it possible for man to understand his ways by releasing something on man. That is why without the Spirit of God, it will be very difficult to know the ways of the Lord. So you see, I want you to understand something. Today I'm going to help some of us. Listen, all these things we, we see in the Bible, they are actually ways and means that we can understand God, but still we are not getting it. Everything Jesus came to do was actually for us to understand God. Everything, everything in this our Bible. Everything. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. For what purpose? That we, that he is yet to create, will have understanding of him. So you see, There is a dimension of God that he has chosen for us to know. And for us to have that knowledge, for us to appreciate that knowledge, he brings things down in a way that we can understand. Because when you even enter into the realms of the heavenlies, 
there are things you will see you cannot explain them when you come to the earth because when you go to heaven and see a color that is not found on the earth how how are you going to explain it to a person who has not been to where you have been before let's say there is nothing like red on the physical earth and somebody entered heaven and God said this is the color red when you come to the earth and you say red nobody understands because it is not found in the confinement of the earth and there are still things in the heavenlies that are not found on the earth it be, so it becomes very difficult for man to actually align with God that is why sometimes God will try to break the scriptures down and use human beings and certain things because Christ in his original essence is not a man <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying Christ in his essence is not a man but he had to become a man so that man can understand God so the name Jesus actually is the man dimension of the Christ of God so when Christ became a man the name Jesus was given to him but understand that in the very essence of Christ Christ is not a man so anytime you mention the name Jesus Christ you have actually mentioned two dimensions you are putting two dimensions together and when you say the Lord Jesus Christ you have now come to a place of perfection where these two dimensions meet as one and begin to rule have this understanding to help you so that when you say in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ you will know what you are saying you remember what the word of God told us Isaiah said unto us a child is born and a son is given unto us a child is born and a son is given he's talking about one person but he's speaking of two dimensions of the person one dimension of the person is called a child and the other dimension is called a son then he told us that on the dimension of the child the child is born but on the dimension of the son the son is given so one person walking on the earth is a child and a son at the same time one part of him was born but another part of him was given as a gift who gave that gift john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life who is the son of god when all the disciples had gathered before jesus jesus asked them who do men say that i am then they began to say some say you are elijah some say you are isaiah then he said but you who do you say that i am 
the place became quiet. All of a sudden, Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. He did not say you are Jesus. Because anytime you mention Jesus, they are talking about the son of Joseph and Mary. Hmm. He said, Thou art the Christ, the Son that God gave in John 3.16. It's called the Christ. And we have all understood that Christ is the original purpose and intent of God for the world. Oh, amazing. Are you, are you getting it? This is the reason why I've always been telling you that anything God wants to start from creation, He's trying to achieve something. But He will start from somewhere and end at somewhere. What are the meaning of these dimensions? Where does God start and where does He end? I think many of us should know. I've been saying it. God will start from grace and he will end at the place of glory. So the word of God says that for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. What? You need me? Jesse. What is it? I'm teaching, so let's teach. Can you all hear me, please? All right, great. So you see, Christ is the eternal purpose of God for the universe. And with this understanding, you will begin to know why the scripture said certain things. And there is a reason why Christ became a man. There is a reason why Christ became a man. So that God's eternal purpose will be achieved. And I can't break all these things down. I'm just trying to open your eyes on something right now. Are you all getting what I'm saying? Okay. Now let me ask this question. What is the difference between God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit? In fact, which of these ones are we worshipping? <laughs> Which of these ones are we serving as Christians? Also, if you don't want to relax, I want to be actually in our journey. What you what do you know? You get it. What do you what do you understand about this? What do you know? Because there are people who think that. God in three persons, blessed Trinity. It is not true. It is not true. God is not three persons. 
is only one. That is why I started by saying there is only one God. God in three persons, blessed. So you think God is three people? You go to heaven. I watched, I, I saw a, a short, um, a certain um, picture. I saw they have <laughs> they have two thrones in heaven. One, the Father is sitting on one, and Jesus is sitting on the right hand side. The Bible did not say on the right hand side. The Bible said. He that is seated on the right hand of the Father. He is not sitting on the right hand side of the Father. He is sitting on the right hand of the Father. It is... Can you all hear me? And the Bible did not even say at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee must bow. It is not mentioned. It is not mentioned. Let me let me give you the scripture so that you understand what I'm talking about. I think Philippians. Okay. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Philippians chapter 2. Verse 9 and 10. I'm trying to correct some few things here. Because if you continue to have this mindset, you will struggle in our Christian life. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Somebody should post it here. Philippians chapter 2, the King James Version. Let me, let me, so that you can get it well. Good. The Bible said, Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, look at that, that at the name, it is not at the mention. And anytime we use the word at, I don't know whether it is a preposition, we are talking of a place. It is a place. I am at Kumasi. I am at Accra. I am at this place. So the name Jesus is a place. <laughs> it is not just, oh, Jesus Christ. Are you getting the thing here? It is not at the mention. Hey, somebody mentioned Jesus, the person died. What about that one, too? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because the thing is not about mentioning. So am I saying we should stop mentioning the name? No, that's not what I'm saying. The thing is, it is a place. You must first be found in the place. It is a place of refuge. In the book of Numbers, the word of God told us that there was a certain place at the outskirts of the tent of the Israelites. That anytime somebody kills another person, mistakenly, the person had to run. If the person is able to run to that town, it is called the place of refuge. Once you are able to run to the place, Kim, nobody can touch you anymore.
Are you getting it? So you see, <laughs> the Bible says God has given him a name that is above every name. Which name has God given to Jesus? Is it not the same Jesus that we all know? Which name has God given to Jesus? Hmm? And there is a reason why God gave him the name. The place has become very quiet. I like that. Some of you are opening your Bibles. Hey, so Sunday school. Some of you guys, not Sunday school, what you just listened to recently. That's what they told you. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee must bow. No, 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 no. It is not mentioned, people of God. It is not about... We don't, you don't need to mention the name before the knee bows. It's, it is at the name Jesus. At. Do you remember what the Bible... Okay, let me, let me open your eyes on something. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10. So you understand what the name, the, the name of the Lord actually, what it is. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. The Bible said, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Look at that. That is the name. Do you know a tower? That is how the name of Jesus looks like in the realm of the spirit. It is not just the physical name Jesus. We are actually talking about a dimension. So you see, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. So we run into God's name. <laughs> And we are safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. It is a tower. We don't mention a tower. We run into the tower. It is a place in the spirit. That is why the Bible said, At the name Jesus, every knee bows. Every knee will bow before that tower. If you know this, you will understand the reason why the tower of Babel was built. In Genesis chapter 11. The people were not building the tower so that it will enter into heaven. No, 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 no. It's not true. You have to understand what the name does. Are you following? I can see that some people are already confused. Relax. Some of you have held on to what your pastors have told you way back. You don't want to let it go. Okay, if you are not ready to learn, there is nothing we can do for you here. We, we are ready to unlearn and relearn. Yeah. You see, we, have, we came to meet certain things, we have not questioned them. We have not questioned them. We came to meet certain things, we have just believed. And we are following them as norm. 
You see? The whole lot of wrong things going on in the body of Christ, if you try to correct it, you become an enemy right now. You can go to a church and they'll say, um, you know, if you know you have sinned, don't come and eat the Holy Communion. And they have accepted that thing to be true in the church. Meanwhile, when Jesus came, the one whose body and blood we are taking off, he sat and dined with sinners. The only people that were having a problem with Jesus dining with sinners were actually the Pharisees. So Pharisees have entered into the church. You see what is going on? They don't even take the Holy Communion as a spiritual meal. So pastors, after eating the, the rest, they'll go and give it to their children. The bread and the wine as if it is our day. <laughs> and Paul said, the reason why some of you are falling sick and you are dying is because you don't descend the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus. So a lot of pastors' children are stubborn. One of the reasons is that they take the Holy Communion as our day. Our day. Hmm. And I don't normally talk about anything. I don't want any problem. I'm not going to go but sometimes when you enter into some orthodox churches, it's very painful. They have taken the Holy Ghost out of the church. And they have, they have made the church look like, I don't know how to even explain it. Hey, you can enter an orthodox church, you will never sense the move of the Holy Ghost in the church. You won't sense anything. No healing. No, no, no. Abba. Dickness is in a bay funkwa. I did my server, the shenanigans is in Tini. We see a sorry name. She said, "You better ban sorry name." We are banning me. Yeah, you couldn't ban. And we are still in the church. Sorry, I shot at the ten 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 juju. We are not Musa. Why you want to talk about things like this? Charismatic church in Swanka, Hong Kong, Korea, Juma, Wumuswa. They are done a massem. And it's a cassem. When a young man is gifted small, ah, he will ransack all the ladies in the church. All the ladies. I've been saying ladies in Zomope. This kind of um, ah, they'll go for his number right now. I'm telling you. This is when we brought twenty five kakrebi on a phone at the now. Oh, Dinah sister, you will cry. We will cry. Oh, friend, cry on it. Hey, me a Jumani, you say. 
There are some people in churches. This year, you invite another man of God. I'm not in the home. She's saying, She's see. Every, it's a long quality every time. Because a person bears off. So, right now, you know, I mean, you are the classic kind of Kutu crew. Who the bra? You are so much. You talk grandma. People of God, these things are getting out of hands. And Nema was supposed to have understanding into that will because hey today I was thinking about something in the afternoon and the Lord dropped something in my spirit. You see, those times when we say the power of God is moving, it is not what we are seeing now. Sometimes when you read the God's generals, it looks as if it is a lie. Because when we compare the, the manifestations of the anointing and the power of God at that place, part to now, we can say we are already dead. We are sorry for the Ufum Kurani Abeyenya Meyajuman. Hi! People were manifesting God like with physical, tangible manifestations. A man called William Branham. I always talk about this man. When he's standing there to preach, there's a certain circle of light around his head. Supernaturally, it is all everybody can see it. Everybody can see it. A man by the name William Seymour. This man, he had a problem with his leg. He was in a wheelchair. But any time he enters the church and the power of God comes upon him, he will rise from the wheelchair and begin to walk among the people and pray for people that are also in their wheelchairs. They will begin to walk. They will begin to walk. They will begin to walk. There was this blind prophet in Kumasi, in Sunyane. Ghana here, Ghana here, Sunyane. Blind prophet. physically. But the moment he goes to church and the power of God comes upon him, when he takes the microphone, kill, he will begin to walk alone. Say, ah, the sister wearing blue there, come. As if his eyes are, meanwhile, he's, oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When you look at him physically, he has closed his physical eyes like that. And he's walking in the midst of the people. Real, real power. You see the way you are doubting? Uh -huh. It is because of your error. That is what they have. You are not seeing anything. We, we believe that Satan can work magic, but God cannot. Shame on us. Big shame. Big shame. So you see, believers will never believe mighty move of God. They will say, mm, this one is not from God. So who is it from? Who is it from? You believe the devil can do bigger things and God cannot? Shame. The moment you have that belief in your heart, you have cut yourself from those manifestations. You will never experience them. Listen, we will believe everything. God can do anything. We believe in our hearts. May God cause us to be convicted of the doings of the Lord. There are many of us here, we are unbelieving believers.
I'm telling you, unbelieving believers. If I ask you, can God heal the amputated? Some of you start hey, amputated. How, how can that person get healed again? You, st- you start doubting. Some of you be fighting with your own mind because you don't want to believe. So the word of God said, Why are you limiting the mighty one of Israel? Why? Why are you limiting? God can do anything, but when we limit God, there is nothing he can do. Because Jezebel has entered the church. Ashtaroth has entered the church. One of these days we'll talk about, we'll go deep into um, demonology. Maybe some of you, you wouldn't want to hear. So we'll start school of ministry. And those of you who are called into ministry, I'll, I'll let you join. Then we'll talk about these um, satanic beings and how they work and how as a man of God, you're also supposed to stand against their manifestations and things. Yes. If you get these things, it will help you. Because everybody called by God into ministry, there are specific demons assigned against you. That some of you, the demons that will be assigned against you will entice you to love women. Send me a text. Maybe I forgot. Um, maybe I've forgotten your number or something. Adam, so send me a text on WhatsApp and let me know that you are the one. I will add you to the page. Because I have, I have plenty messages to reply and I've not been able to. All right. So you see, let's get these things. There are certain men of God looking at the assignment God has given you. The enemy will launch attacks of money against you. There are men of God like that. They don't like women. It's a lie. So the thing is, what is your assignment? And what is the line of attack that the enemy is releasing against you? You need to know so that you can always pray against that thing and also stand against it. If it is money, my dear, get ready. Because some people, May the Lord preserve the lives of his chosen ones. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you all hear me?
Can you all hear me, please? All right, great. Let me just do this quickly. Let me take some few questions. Maybe all the teachings that we have we have listened um, on this platform. If there is any question you want to ask about God, about the spirit realm, about angels, Isaac Lamti said, Daddy, please have a testimony. Wow. If only you can type it, it will be very good for us. If you can type it so that it will actually not um, shift. Yeah. All right. God bless you. Any question concerning angels, concerning um, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father, Christians, any question you want to ask, the spirit realm, Satan, demons, any, any, of, any question that you want to ask, what is bothering your mind that you want understanding into, you can ask. At times, the moment you ask people ask questions, they forget all the questions. Somebody said, "Do some angels wear suits?" It depends when they. Are, well, it's either they are manifesting physically. If it is not physically, too, it depends on the situation that they will manifest. Um, you know, to handle. It is possible that you see an angel of the Lord wearing suit in the spirit. Yes. Based on the assignment they are coming to achieve. Yes, it is very, very possible. Okay, somebody said, Papa, please, what has the name Emmanuel got to do with the name Jesus? It means God with us. So Jesus coming to the earth was actually God coming to dwell with us. You get it. Yeah, yeah, so that is it. So Jesus was actually God with us on the earth. That is Emmanuel. So he was not supposed to be physically named Emmanuel for you to know that the prophecy has come to pass. God is much focused on the meaning than what we normally see physically. Okay, somebody said, Adam said, Please, without the gift of descending of spirit, how do you see your angel? Maybe unless the angel manifests physically. Because that is the only way you can see an angel with your physical eyes. Or maybe in a dream. So you have to understand that. If only you want to see in the realm of the spirit, pray for the gift of descending of spirits. Yes. Pray for that gift. Sami said, Papa, please, my question is, what is the process prayers go through before it reaches God for it to be answered? And why does some prayers take long and some faster to be answered? <laughs> okay. Prayer, I wish I can say this one. Many of you are going to get disappointed by what I'm saying. Prayer doesn't go through like it is it is moving uh, now far now far go through the skies uh, to appear before no 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 anybody that has taught you that has lied to you I'm telling you the truth 
Oh, it's true. You see, many people will stand on the mountain top thinking that when they pray, God can hear them quick because the mountain is close to heaven. It's a big lie. Why, why should you think like that? Listen to this carefully. There is what we call the will of God. God answers his will. Hmm? That is why in the book of Matthew chapter 6, when Jesus was with the disciples, the disciples went to him and they said, Rabbi, teach us to pray. They didn't say teach us how to pray. He said teach us to pray. And he said, when you are praying, pray therefore after this manner. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there is what God is trying to achieve. God wants his kingdom to come to the earth and when the kingdom of god comes to the earth it means that the will of god which is already done in heaven has now been done on the earth so the reason for prayer is for god's will to be manifested on the earth as it is in heaven so if you pray and it is not according to god's will it will never be answered and the will of god is not sitting in heaven the will of god is actually the witness of the holy ghost and the word of god inside you Are you getting it? So the first thing you have to understand is that the will of God, let's say a will is what is written. When a father is about to die and says that this is my will, I've, I've given it to the lawyer. When I'm dead, they should give this house to my eldest daughter. They should give. So you see, the word of God actually is the written will of God. And the Holy Ghost is the seal that makes sure that it is perfected. So there is a witness between the Holy Ghost and the Word. That witness is the will of God in your life. That is why the Bible even said that we don't even know what we ought to pray for. So the Holy Ghost himself maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So because when we leave you to pray, you pray for things that are not necessary, things that are not in line with God's will. And that is why you will never see those things. Some of you are praying for car. Meanwhile, at this moment, what God wants for you in this moment is for you to destroy anger that you have in your soul. Some of you, you are praying for this, but what God wants for you at that moment is for you to get out of certain fornication, certain kind of sins that entangles you quickly. Some of you are praying for money, but God knows that with this kind of attitude, when money comes into your hands, you will turn to a beast. So he will not release that money. He will make sure he deals with you for your character to change before that money comes. That is why anybody that will say, I can't wait on God for him to answer my prayer, is somebody that is not ready to follow God's will. Are you getting the picture here? So it is not that prayer will go through some processes. Huh? The only litmus test that God will use or pass your prayer through in order for him to answer is his will. If the prayer is according to the will of God, then God will check the time. He will check according to his timing. He will look at your present time on the earth. What you need, not what you want. What you need. That is why I always keep saying that eh, prayer is what prayer does to us. The process of prayer is more than the answer of the prayer to God. I'm telling you. 
You see, we are all, we all will gather on lunch prayer and begin to pray. Shabala, kapala, daba, kapala, daba. We are some of you. The only prayer you are praying is that God give me my husband, give me my husband by fire, my husband by fire, my husband by fire. It was your prayer. But once you are praying, my husband by fire, you began to speak in tongues. Do you know the meaning of the tongue you are speaking? When we try to look at the syllables of the tongue that you are speaking in the spirit, sometimes it's not even about the husband at all. <laughs> when we look, let me explain certain things for you to understand. The word of God said, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 27. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 27. The word of God said, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. And when the Bible talks about belly, it is not stomach. When the Bible speaks of belly, we are talking about the heart and that which is in the heart. So you see, anytime a man begins to pray, especially in tongues, what you begin to do is that your spirit is a candle. The moment you start praying, your spirit is lighted up. I said, what's so candle? It means you have started praying. Now, when the candle is lighted, what happens is that God will use the candle because it is God's candle, not your candle. Your spirit is God's candle. It is prayer that will set or light up that candle for God. And when that candle, which is your spirit, is lighted up, God will use the candle to search into your inward parts, which is your heart. So once you start praying, king, your spirit has been lighted up as a candle for the Lord. Then the Lord will take the candle and use it to set your heart. When he searches your heart, he will know what you need at every point in time. And that is what he will start working on. So there are many people praying in tongues. They think they are praying for husband. But when God is looking at them, their spirit is saying something different. So as you are praying for husband, Lord, give me a husband by fire. And we look into the thing. We realize that your spirit is telling God, Lord, take me out of fornication. Lord, take me out of you know, carelessness. Lord, take me out of laziness. Take me out of this. By the time you realize, the husband might not have come, but laziness has left your life. By the time you realize, your prayer life has changed. By the time you realize, you, you, you will not find any kind of zeal or desire in fornication again. When all these things are done, then God will look at the prayer of husband and check if it is the actual time you need the husband, then he will release the husband to you. So you see, put this on the back. God loves to work on you and make you clean than just to release some things to you because you have just prayed about them. Are you getting it? Good. Now, okay. So that is it. The reason why a lot, some prayers take time before they manifest is that they might not be the will of God. And even if they are according to God's will, they might not be the time. The time you are praying for them might not be the original time God has designated for those things to come into your life. 
And if you are praying to and you are not seeing the answer, there are certain physical things too that can hinder your own prayer. One of them is when you are married and you are not treating your wife well. Very, very, very important. Very, very, very important. You will struggle, say. I'm telling you, the Bible said it. So you're a, you're a married man, your wife is always asking you, honey, today dear, let us go to heaven. Eh? You know, you understand what I'm talking about. You know, I'm tired, I just returned from work, you know, I'm tired. You are, you are denying your wife of your body. The Bible said your prayers will not be answered. So that heaven you know is what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, my son said, Daddy, please, you wet our appetite the other day about how the human soul has a particular animal in charge of it. Kindly give me an insight into that and how to discover it. Okay, let me give everybody one clue. Let me give everybody one clue. Now, every human soul, listen to me carefully, Pam. Every human soul has an animalistic feature for it. All right, I'm going to share it. Every human soul has an animalistic feature. And that animal, animalistic feature is your character. And now, Animalistic features have two dimensions. Every human being's character has two dimensions. The good and the evil side. The evil is not as in devil. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Let's say the bad side. Not as in, you know, absolute evil like the devil. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. So get that. So there are some of you. When it comes to the good side, you are very hardworking. But on the negative side, you are lazy. So it is only when you are fired to work hard that you just lay hold of something. And that one day, you will do it perfectly. But there is laziness. You will link this out and you realize that you can link this thing to a certain animal. I don't want to talk. But I will go there. I will go there. If you know, there is a certain animal that is very lazy. In fact, so far, that is the only animal I've seen strange laziness. <laughs> and it, it, it might be difficult for some of you to know. Yes. That animal, when it is asleep, it can sleep for days. No. Aha. <laughs> you see, everybody is confused. It is a type of snake. Exactly, somebody has got it. Python. Defending Nanka. Very lazy. And most of us, what does it mean? Sorry. (laughs) 
as one dana nyati or tin obin nikike cryasim um everadi alquadruni Unye di dinu wanda seki. A human being can, some of them can die through sleep. Until any beam. Because ubi kupiene so ubi timi nesi kenchi channel. On pray, on pray se. Mena me pray, nana me u, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh no, da wansa anu e u. I'm telling you. One of my cousins sat on one. And watana bisu no abwana bubwane. Asi akunya. Watana abwana su di di ye. E pra ho nina. Nani unimse abwane da hono. We are who are not Ah, the thing did not even move. <laughs> Somebody said you can even put it on your head and carry firewood. I'm telling you, are you serious? Are you that serious? That bad? It is that bad. <laughs> so if your your negative side is like this kind of animal, you understand what we are talking about? Very lazy. It is too much. The only time it will swallow you is when the niabre, the answer and the nibe brain. No, so what day you have answer? And now no, so no, so when you have no. It can lie on one with mad the baby for kosa for two weeks on baby especially when they had swallowed something, they won't go anywhere. Two weeks. Somebody said we killed one in our neighborhood. It slid, sir. It didn't move. Look at that. So you see, if your your soul has the negative side to be this, so every human being has an animalistic feature. Now, one of the ways to decode your animalistic feature is that let me open your eyes on this. God, in His infinite wisdom, created things in binary operation. According to what we call the binary operation or operative system. So things actually move in pairs, whether you know it or not, whether you like it or yes. That is how things that is why there is man and woman. That is why there is heaven and earth. That's why there is this and this, this and that. Are you getting it? Good. So there is always going to be the opposite dimension of something. Exactly. Man and woman, not man and man. I don't this LGBTQ, I'm I'm praying to God for him to give me something. I will come and talk about it here and know what to do. So you see, now if we have understood that there are binary dimensions of things so you see when you go to the animal kingdom every animal has another animal that attacks it every animal has another animal that attacks it in the in the um in kingdom animalia so we talk about the the hen and the hawk the eagle and the snake, Omanesia. The cat and the mouse, Omanesia. Are you getting what I'm saying? Good. These are characteristics that are found in man as well. So you see, if you want to know 
if you want to know the kind of animal that your soul manifests its character, listen, sometimes you might not see your animal, but you might see the one that fights against it. So there are many of us here, mostly when we dream, there is a particular animal that chases us or tries to attack us. A particular one be. If you are here, you normally dream that you are seeing snakes, 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 snakes. Understand that there is an ego kind of character in your soul. Yes. You have to understand that. Ah, you now understand it. Good. So one of the easiest ways to decode your the dimension of your um, animalistic feature is by knowing the kind of other animal that attacks you. That is that is the easiest because trying to know your your main animalistic feature is is quite difficult. That one you need to take time and to know. You get it. So the first way to discover the animalistic feature of your soul is by decoding the type is by decoding the type of animal that normally comes against you it is not it might not only be in dreams sometimes your pet can also determine the kind of animalistic feature your soul has your pet what animal do you like most Yeah, people, we don't, people don't just choose pets for nothing. They know. That some people, even if, if you leave them, they'll go and bring lions to their house. I'm telling you. If you leave them, they'll go and bring lions to their house. In fact, there are people that have lions as pets. They know themselves. I know a man of God. When you go to his house, there are plenty um parrots, aku, plenty of them in his house. And that man, when he stands to minister prophetically, eh, you know that everybody is a prophet, but he knows how to speak. Every day. The, the, the way he will, he, will, he will speak the prophetic word, you know. <laughs> I don't want to mention his name. I know him, but he's, he's from Ghana. Oh, you wrote the exam from the hospital. God punished the devil. Oh, 
Okay, so as a man of God, what is your take on biblical astrology and biblical numerology in decoding one's destiny? The Antichrist and the end time. What you have said here is a big topic on its own that we can use two years to, to finish. <laughs> two years. Yes, yeah, so, and we have actually handled a lot on this platform. Yes, yeah, a big topic that you have to understand. Oh, okay, all right. So you can go through my podcast. We have decoding your destiny. All those things are there. You can download, I think it's up to part four or part five. Yeah, you can just um, get it. And also, um, spiritual secrets of the soul. You can also understand all these things. They are great and amazing. You will be blessed. You'll be blessed. Now, you see, one of the things that I want all of us to understand is that. Can I say something here? Good. Listen, man is a complex being. Man is a complex being. A lot of men of God will say man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. Some of them too say man is a soul. Somebody wants to say man is the body that we are all seeing. So we actually now we are confused. We don't even know who we are. And there are so many things you have to understand. There are certain things that can happen to your body, they, won't, they can't happen to your soul. There are certain things that can happen to your soul, they can't happen to your spirit. And there is a reason why all these things have limitations. Because there is slight difference, just slight, between the spirit, the soul and the body. That makes them, you know, manifest or vibrate in different frequencies. Because of these differences, you have to understand what the body of man is like and what entails to that. What the soul of man is like, what entails to that, what the spirit of man is like and what entails to that. Are you getting it? Now listen to me. There are four main elements that God used to create the world. All these four elements can be found in man. Your spirit is air. Your soul is the fire dimension. Your body is the earth dimension. And inside your body, you have 70% water. So that is the water dimension as well. So as you are walking on this earth, all the four elements are found in you. Very, very, very necessary. You need to understand this. Sometimes when you begin to talk about these things, people are like, hey, what are you talking about? Elementals? And what, is, what is element? What, is, what are you saying? Relax. <laughs> Try and understand the things of God well. When they tell you that and the spirit of the Lord brooded over the face of the waters, what does he mean? The spirit of the Lord. The word spirit means breath and we know breath to be air. So the air was upon the waters. So we have air and water. Then the Bible said, the heavens and the earth. The heavens are made of the fiery dimensions of God. 
it is where the fiery throne of god is like the heavens are actually an expression of god's divine fire so you see the heaven speaks of the fire element then the earth is the earth dimension that we see so we have the fire we have the earth we have air and we have water you can never understand the things of god in creation without getting these things if you reject them you reject yourself are you getting it once you reject these things you have rejected yourself and if you pick sand there are a lot of things in sand the other time we even understood that when you pick sand and you add fire to sand it can change its state to a, a, a state called silica which is also known as glass how many of us remember that yes exactly so you see glass actually which is known as silica is sand under you know high temperature exactly so if this your body is supposed to reflect jesus christ then your body must be a glass are you getting it because it is actually the glass when we're studying when we're in senior high school phases we studied what we call you know um, the glass prism and its manifestations we learned about how the the glass prism will actually reflect white light into different kind of exactly re refraction index exactly now the way glass is like that is how man's body is supposed to be so that it will you know emit the light spectrum into their various frequencies and their manifestations but here comes you have your your body is sand so for that sand to be turned to glass fire at a higher frequency must be applied no wonder we all pass through the lake of fire what God is doing to us is not to kill us. He's changing us to become the purest state that can reflect Him. That is why the only entity of God, that is a wind dimension, that is air dimension, that is also carrying fire to change this, this sand of our body into the glass, is the Holy Ghost. No wonder we say, Holy Ghost! fire he is the one that is supposed to quicken our mortal bodies the quickening of our mortal bodies is when the holy ghost is actually releasing fire to touch the molecules of sand that have actually made up our entire body it will start by changing the dna gradually gradually and all these things can come to pass when you begin to engage in certain spiritual things that the holy ghost will direct you to do one of them is by engaging in what we call holy communion the other is by engaging 
speaking in tongue speaking these are ways and means that the holy ghost will quicken your mortal body it will release fire into the sand of your body and will now purify it for you to become like glass so you'll be walking and you'll be shining forth with light the bible said that and moses entered into the mountain and when he came back he wished not that his face shone moses entered into mountain when he came light was shining on his face what did he actually enter and what actually came upon his body that changed his physical body and when moses died if you have studied jewish history you realize that moses could not die he did everything he couldn't die so god himself descended on that mountain and god kissed the mouth of moses and pulled his spirit soul being out of him into himself then god went back to his place and the moment the devil realized that something had come upon Moses' body, that body is not just a normal body again. He wanted to come and pick the body. But the angel of the Lord came to wrestle with the devil over the body of Moses. And the Bible said, he dared not to raise any accusation against him, but he said, the Lord rebuke you. Amazing. There's one we call the glory realm. That is when your body begins to change. Your body begins to transfigurate according to the fire. That is why you, if you miss Achaia Mountains this time around, ah, Achaia Mountains will pray our oil will descend. Gold dust will appear on people's bodies. Strange things will happen. People will translate. I'm telling you, come and join us. If you miss Achaia, you, you have missed something. Oh. By the time we descend, we, we have changed. We have changed. You would not need money to go and buy something again. I'm telling you, when you are in need, you will just ah yeah. I know a young man of God. He can he can tear paper into pieces and you put it in a box and you will lay hands on the thing for one hour, two hours, and you will begin to speak tongues. After that, you open the box that is money right there. I tell you, I tell you, that is the man of God that taught me that angels can change, angels can touch a dead watch and it will begin to move. <laughs> I learned that from him. Strange man of God, young man. And we have all seen the manifestations here that dead watches, people's watches that have been dead for like two years. Three months, four months, five months, instantly now, they began to move. It is when the glory dimension of God begins to reflect in the physical body. I'm telling you. And I said, I'm, I'm believing God for an angel to appear. That angel, when he appears, the miracle morning, you close your eyes, you blink your eye. One is here. Oh, blink enough of us. Oh, <coughs> Jesus. I'm believing God. When he appears, oh, we will all support the kingdom of God. We will be kingdom financiers in the mighty name of Jesus. When we are believing God for money to support the kingdom of God, we will enter our room, lock ourselves up. Three hours non-stop prayer. I know a man of God 
He was in need of money to do ministry. He locked himself up 21 days, fasting and prayer. No water, no food. On the 21st day, an angel of the Lord appeared. He said, go into forex trading. Go into cryptocurrency. The man of God did exactly that. Within four months, ah, buses that were conveying people from places to the church. Amazing. Listen, that's why I keep telling you that eh, if, you ask, if you want to keep your money from God, you can work on it alone. But if anything, you bring it before God, God will show you a way to make money. And I've already told you that one of the ways to make money naturally is by marrying a good woman. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, I nearly taught some deeper things of making money with sex as, as married couples at family life. And I'm going to teach it the next time we meet. How can you make money? Atosam said, Forex is draining us. God help us. Don't be worried. Don't be worried. The gracious Lord will speak. I'm telling you. God knows where money is. Oh, Aram said, "Daddy, please, I want to join family." Okay, are you are you married? Aram, oh, you are married. Okay, then send me a text on WhatsApp. I'm going to add you to the family life WhatsApp page. Maybe God will in this Monday or so or Tuesday we are going to meet because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday we are going to have our fasting and um yeah. Somebody sent um. Are you the one that sent the marriage certificate? Oh, okay. Oh, then I've not seen so just send another text, okay? Somebody sent me her, her marriage certificate. Say, man of God, add me. I said, oh, fine. So I just I added the person. <laughs> we are not joking, oh, we are. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you bring your betcha. I think we are not just looking at the certificate, we are still doing scanning. Family life, God willing, Monday or Tuesday we'll meet. Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays for our fasting and prayer program. So, um, yeah, there's going to be family life next week. Next week, I'm going to teach them as, as a couple. How are you going to make money? As a couple, how are you going to make money? Have you heard of these words, love, sex, and money before? Have you realized that most of the time these words move together? Love, sex, money, love, sex, money. The only... The only place where these words can come together to manifest is in marriage. That is one bonus for married couple. The only place that these words, if you are single, you can love and make money. Sex is not for you. But the only place 
that these three dimensions can work for you to make powerful money is in marriage. But many people who are married, they are still poor. It is because they don't understand how to apply the forces of these um, dimensions. And I'm going to teach them, especially on the area of sex. Oh, amazing. Amazing. With my eyes, I've seen people that have used their sperms. Haven't you seen people sell their sperms for money? Haven't you heard those things before? Go to the United States of America, especially California, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and those places. Ah, one drop of sperm can cost like. <laughs> sure. They know what these things. I'm telling you. I'm shocking you today. I'm shocking you. If you're a man here, your sperm is money, but you don't know. You are not supposed to go and give it to somebody to, 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 you know, to buy and take money. No, that's not what I'm teaching you. I'm trying to show you as a married person how to enjoy sexual life with your wife and make money through that. But... There are many of us. I'm unfrafful on doors. I'm a friar man, you I'm unfrafful, so I can't teach you here. I'm unfrafful on Omuni Chefa. I'm unfrafful on Omuni Chefa, and into no into me and Okay, I won't say it here. I won't say it here again. Yes, I was a man. Come, I'm a muscle crab. Him, okay. So, I won't, I won't make mention of it. It's okay. Why? But I respect all the family life people, and God bless them, and all the singles too. And God bless all of you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, any other question? Let me take one or two questions before we close. Okay, somebody said, Papa, please, when someone dies, does the guardian angel follow him through to where he goes? And does the guardian angel also goes to give account to God about how he assisted you on earth? Exactly. Exactly. That is what these guardian angels do. That is what they do. Okay, Adam said, Papa, please, how do you activate and operate in the gift of descending of spirits? This is a prophetic school teaching, a school of the prophets. I have to, I have to teach on that. I have a whole message on um, the seeing eyes on Podbean, on the pod. Go and download that one. Listen to it for the, I think that was the only school of the prophets message I posted. And it has been a blessing to plenty of people. A lot of people will call me from, some people will call me from Canada, US. There's a man of God. That teaching, where is the part two? I said, hey. 
So you have to just, just get that as foundation. It will help you. <laughs> Somebody say, I want the pack too. Get the, get the, um, that one as foundation. It will help you. Edwin said, please, what does the Bible mean when it says we shall judge angels? Uh-huh. <laughs> that is one of the most beautiful questions I actually want, wanted people to ask. You know, listen, one of the things we have to understand about the judgment, because I think I don't want to jump. If I jump, you you understand. There is what we call the judgment of God. The judgment of God. Anytime you hear the word God's judgment, you are not talking about your people have lined up and God is saying you have done this, so go here. You have done. There are so many dimensions or departments of judgment. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4. The word of God said, He is the rock, His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth without iniquity, just and right is he. All his ways are judgment. So when you say judgment of God, the judgment of God actually means all the ways of God. All the ways of God. Is what we call judgment and there are plenty ways of God but all these plenty ways you sum them up together to get what we call the way and the way is the Lord Jesus Christ he said I am the way the truth and the life and if we understand Jesus as the way then we have to also understand that he is the word of God Are you getting it? So, our the judgment that we are going to judge angels is not that we are going to sit on thrones and angels will line up and we say, you come. What have we known about angels? <laughs> what have we known? What do, in fact, what do we know? But do you know that when your mom Let's say you are two people, or let me say two children in the house, and you are all in school, and you, you know, the term has actually ended, and both of you, you bring your terminal report, and we look at son A, and son A had actually gotten beautiful marks, but son B got a lot of things wrong. Do you know that just the results of San A is actually a judgment to that of San B. It is as simple as that. It is as simple as that. And those angels are actually not angels that are with God. No. I wish I could explain this thing into details. 
But I have to go somewhere and talk about God's judgment when it comes to all the spirits that He has created in their, in their dimensions before we move to the angelic dimension. Because there are angelic beings that have rebelled against God that must be judged. And there are angelic beings that have not understanding. Because the reason why the word of God said that was because the Bible said that the angels look into the matters of man and they don't understand. And they question themselves, what is man that God is mindful of? And the word of God said, even in our days, the angels were trying to look into our days to see what the glory would be. And the Paul is not telling us, don't, don't we know that we are going to even judge these angels? Now, they did not have understanding about the things that God was trying to use man to do. Because how come we are present before you in heaven, lifting up songs of worship unto you, God? But anytime a man on earth begins to lift up a heart of worship, you will bypass our worship in heaven and accept this. What is that man that you are so mindful of that you are not, you are not focusing on us? So you see, what God is trying to achieve, God will not come and stand in front of the angels and say, why are you asking that? The reason why I'm focusing on man is because man is this. No, God is waiting for man to manifest something and the manifestation of man to that highest, highest peak of glory is actually going to be the judgment of the angels. They will now see the reason why out of all the beings in God's creation, his focus was only on man. Are you getting it? That is why the Bible said all creation are waiting earnestly for the manifestation of the sons of God. So God is going to use our manifesting glory to judge the angels. We are not going to sit on thrones and judge them one by one and say, you go here, you two go here, you did not, you did not fly well, you two did not do this, you did not do this, you did not do this. That's not what we are going to do. <laughs> All right. So God does not trust his angels. It is a, yeah, it is a saying. It was just a saying. It is actually to let us know. Because God will send angelic beings to deliver messages to us. And they come. Prophet, during the prophetic we have prophetic angels that God will send them to bring messages. Most of these um, angels, that they are the ones that will stand at the back of people and mention their names to the prophet. So you see an angel mentioning somebody's name, you mention, ah, your name is this. If you don't believe what the angel is saying, you can't say it. Are you getting it? So, the statement that God does not trust his angels is not that he hates them. No. But wherever your heart is, that is where your treasure is. The treasure of God is not found in angels. It is found in man. That is where his heart always is. And I've already told you that trust is an organ 
in the heart of man. So God does not attach his heart to angelic beings. Someone says, so does it mean they are different from your guardian angel? Who? Which people are different from your guardian angel? I'm not getting the question. God bless you, King. Era, I'm not getting the question well. Said the angels that oh guardian yes very different very very different we have prophetic angels healing angels angels that work miracles plenty angels very 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 different yes they appear to speak God brings message from them then we minister to you yes all right people of God the Lord bless you. And keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240312551. I believe somebody has been blessed this evening. Great, great. We give God all the praise. Joyce, Ejewa, how are you doing, Sof Mami? God bless you. God bless you. She's been one of the amazing blessings that god has given to this commission god bless you she doesn't want me to talk about her support but i will always do she's been a blessing to us joy god bless you yes right from the inception of eagles mountain international she was the first person that gave the a heavy seed to support the ministry i'm telling you god bless you pa, and keep you strong by reason of this, the Lord will open strange heavens over your life. Your marriage is blessed. Your academics blessed. Your finances blessed. Everything about you is blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Alright. God bless you, people of God. If you are in Ghana and you miss Atria Mountains, in fact, I will flog you. Pa, 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 pa. You are in Ghana, you want to miss. Just because you are miss this, miss this, so you want to miss. At least if it is the Mrs. Gradianka, I won't talk. You miss, miss. Because you are missed, you want to miss um, Atria. If it is Mrs. I'll miss the Sesenidons, so only they can miss. Uh, <laughs> but you miss. If you miss. So, please, what is the mode of transport? We are all coming from our various, you know, homes and um, various places because we are all not at one place. You get it. So, once you get to Kumasi, you know, ask of Asafo New Plant Station. Asafo New Plant Station. Once you get there, just let them know that you are going to Achia. They will direct you to the um, the place. Edwin said that I remember you said when you first saw an angel, he said he's been wanting to reveal himself for over a number of years. What makes angels delay in revealing themselves? It is your desire. 
sometimes our desire to see them goes down. I said this the other time. When your desire comes in contact with the desire of the angel at the same frequency, the revelation will come. At times the angel is desiring you to your desire, but at, at a certain point, then you drop in your desire. Once that happens, you are making things difficult. So those of you coming from Accra too, you have to um, um, get to the same place, you know, Asafunio Plan Station. That is where the bus, the VIP bus will actually, um, you know, alight. Then you go straight to, just ask them because this, the Achia station is just around the VIP bus station. You just ask them, they will show you. Camp 8, Camp 8, the Presby Camp. You come and meet us, they will fire prayer. Fam Fembra, Fam Fembra, God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. We will meet. Shalom. Bye bye.